Baruch Hashem, Mishneh Torah, Hilchais Macholais, Asurais, the laws of forbidden foods. Today the Rambam Perikavi, the fourth chapter, the Rambam will speak about the mitzvahs, the, the details of the Nevela and the Trefa. Introduce the Nevela, what is a Nevela? A Nevela is forbidden, what is a Trefa? A Trefa is forbidden. Very interesting halachas. Halacha Aleph. Somebody that eats the size of an olive. From the flesh of an animal that died, or a beast that died, or a bird that died, Loiki gets malchus, gets lashes. Shenemrat, it says in the passage, It says a general term, you should not eat any or all nevela. What is a nevela? What's the definition of nevela? It says, Any animal, a beast or bird, that was not shechted, not slaughtered, as proper shechita is, Rezoi Mesa. That is considered that it, it died without being shechted. In order to make it not nevela, it has to be shechted. In the laws of shechita, the Ramah will, will explain the details of what shechita is proper and what would make a shechita improper. In order to be not considered nevela, it has to be that it was slaughtered with a shechita which was proper. Anything other than that is a nevela. Halacha beis einos mishum nevela elam minim tohina bavat. Very important fact. Very important piece of information is that nevela only applies to an animal which is from the kosher species. Only a kosher species of animal can be with this iser of nevela. Because they are capable of being slaughtered and becoming shechted properly, only those animals, if they weren't slaughtered properly, they are considered nevela. In order to be considered nevela, has to have an ability to be slaughtered. And an animal that's not kosher, it's not a kosher species, and it doesn't have that ability. So it's not an avela. It might be true, it might be not kosher, but it's not an avela. If this animal, which is kosher species, would have kosher shechita, it would be permitted to eat. So if it wasn't, it's an avela. Avel meaning to mean, not kosher species of animal. But shechita does not affect any positive change to them. It doesn't help. You cannot eat them. Whether they were slaughtered with the proper method of slaughtering or whether they died naturally. Whether he cut off a piece of flesh from that animal when he was still alive and he ate it. He does not get malchus. does not get lashes for eating a nevela animal or a treif animal. He gets the lashes for eating Meat of a non-kosher species. Not because it's an avela, not because it's a treifa. Halacha Gimel, a very interesting halacha. Ha'oich ha'leif tor chai kol shehu. Somebody that ate 
a entire bird. But the bird was a kolshehu, was a very small bird. It was less than a kazayas, the entire bird. But the whole thing was all less than a kazayas. He ate the entire bird. A snack. So he gets Malchus. We said before that in order to get Malchus for 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 Nevela, you have to eat a kazayas from the meat of a of a kosher animal that wasn't shechted. This is a kosher bird. It wasn't shechted, but there's no kazayas there. The apple pisha ain't be kazayas, even though there's no olive size. Being that he ate the entire thing, that affects that he gets malchus for eating the veil, even though this is an exception of the rule. Usually the rule is has to be a kazayas. But over here, since he ate the entire bird, even if there's no kazayas, he gets malchus. Now, many, many um, commentaries are puzzled by the Rambam's wording. Some question the Rambam's wording. The Rambam says he gets Malchus from Nevela. In fact, the Magen brings up that Rashi has the opinion that in this case it would be Avram and Achai that he would be um, liable of. However, the Rambam stands his ground, it seems, and says Nevela. And the Rambam's reasoning is simple. Since he ate the entire thing, therefore he gets the Malchus even though it's uh, not a, a Kazayas. Now, does he get Malchus for Avram and Achai or not? That's a debate amongst other Mepharshim of the Rambam, what that would be. Uh, I, I don't, I'm not going to enter the argument, but we'll learn later that in order to be Chayyim for Avram and Achai, you have to eat a Kazayas. Just keep that in mind. Yeah, but if he ate this bird, the same bird, the entire bird, after it died, then he doesn't get Malchus unless there's a Kazayas. Even though the meat is not, there's no Kazayas of meat in this bird, but being that in the entire bird there is the size of an olive put together with the meat and the bones and all the other parts. Then Chayevala Mishum Nevela is liable for lashes because he ate in Nevela. Halacha Dalit. Halacha Kazayis Mifsar Neifil Behemetoy. Somebody ate the size of an olive from the flesh, from the meat of an animal that was a Neifil. A Neifil is an animal that didn't survive the, the, the span of when a, a, it's like sort of like we have by a human being till 30 days, it's not definitely for sure it's going to have a viable life. So to an animal, till 8 days, when it, when it may be a nafil, it may, and it may, they may not survive. So if somebody ate a kazayas from the meat of a, and of a nafil, of a behemoth so since a nafil is considered like he's dead, so it's as if he ate an nafil and he gets malchus. It's forbidden to eat from an animal that was born until the night of the eighth day. Because it's a suffix if it's a nephil. Any animal that did not survive eight days is like a nephil. A nephil literally means a stillborn. But if it didn't survive eight days, until it, 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 the eighth day, it's considered like a stillborn.
Ain't like in Allah, but if somebody ate the flesh, the meat of the animal, it did not survive eight days, and he shechted it, that's why it didn't survive. In other words, he didn't wait eight days before he shechted it. So we don't know for sure if it's viable or not, we have a suffix. Therefore, even though you're not allowed to eat it, vain lake in Allah, you don't get malchus because it's a suffix. If we knew for sure that this animal was born after a full-term pregnancy, it was in the womb for the amount of time it needs to be a total, full, mature, born baby, and then it was born, it was, it was, you know, okay, it was delivered, which a full-term for a such as a cow and similar, is nine months. For a sheep, a goat, and similar, would be five months. If we know for sure that it's full term, then we don't have to have any doubt if it's viable. The whole thing, we weren't sure if it's viable if we don't know if it's a full term or not. Then we have to wait eight days. But we know for sure it's a full term, we can eat it on the day that it's born. The placenta that came out with the baby, with the feed, with the baby, you're not allowed to eat the placenta. The oichla, somebody who ate the placenta, potter, is potter from Nevela. Why? She'ena basar. At the end of the day, it is not considered basar. We learned in the beginning, the first halacha, ha'oichla kesai is mipsar behema. It has to be considered basar. It has to be considered meat. It is not considered meat, but rather comparable to the animal's waste. Somebody eats a olive size of the meat of an animal, a beast or a bird. That are kosher species that they became treif, moving on to treifes. Loike, he gets malchus. Shenemar says in the Torah, Bose basod treifo loise cheilu lakelev tashlicha noise. It says meat in the field that's been treifo, it's been, as they say, fartzukt, it was... Uh, and was wounded by an animal that attacked it, mortally wounded by an animal that attacked it. And now that I eat it, you should cast it to the dogs. When the Torah speaks about this treifa, this wounded animal, literally talking about an animal that was attacked by a wild beast, Beasts of the forest, a lion, a leopard, and similar animals that are in prey, that they look for animals to eat. A bird that was also it was attacked by a bird that also has the similar um, acts of, of hunting other birds. Like a hawk, and similar. It's impossible to, to translate this to mean that it was attacked and it was killed by the animal. Why can't we translate it like that? Because if it died, then it's an available. What difference does it make to us if it died by itself natural causes? If it was struck with a sword, and killed in such a fashion, or if it was injured by a lion and the lion killed it, what difference would it make? It wouldn't make a difference. So we must translate this. He's not talking about it when he killed it. He injured it, he attacked it, but he did not kill it.
and the animals, like a lion, stick their, their, their paws into the cow, let's say. So it, it puts in a, uh, a, a poison or something that, that later on causes it to get sick. Aloha Zion. If a trafe animal, in other words, it was attacked, that's what we're calling a trafe, meaning literally it was attacked, and it didn't die. Asura, it's forbidden. Yochel, I would think it means, in that if a wolf comes and it schleps a goat, kid, by its leg, or by its tail, or by its ear, in other words, he didn't stick his paws into him. And somebody came and saved the, the, the kid, me pee from its mouth. He also should be also. Why? It was attacked. Tamud Loima, the Pasik, explains to me, to the dogs you should cast it. It has to be, when is it considered treif? If it becomes flesh, meat, that it's only fit for the dog. From here you learn. That treif, which it says in the Torah, is that the beast of the forest attacked it and they injured it and it took a turn towards Death, in other words, it didn't die yet, but it became sick due to the attack. Even though you came and you shechted it. Prior to its uh, dying from these from this injuries, this is forbidden because of treifa. Why? Being that it's impossible for it to become healed from the wound that it suffered from this attack. So basically, a trefer is an animal that was attacked and it's going to die from these injuries that he, he, he got at the attack. Maybe not today, maybe in 10 months, but he's going to die less than a 12-month time. And say, Salah made, and here we learn, The Torah said, a mesa means an, meaning an animal that died of natural causes is forbidden and that's considered an avela. And it also forbade us from eating an animal that is going to die because of its injuries that it received at the attack, even though it didn't die. He had treifa, that's considered the treifa. Just as when an animal is dead, Bottom line is, it's dead, it's an available. We don't make a difference, it doesn't matter to us how it died. If the death certificate is going to say it died from natural causes, or it died from falling from a high place, or it died because it choked, it drowned, or because it was attacked by an animal that was killed, they killed it. It doesn't say any difference. When it's dead, it's dead, it's an available. So too. We do not differentiate. An animal that's going to die because of its injuries, doesn't matter if it's the injuries are because a beast attacked it and injured it. Whether it fell from a high place, from a roof, and it broke most of its ribs, or whether it fell from a high place and the internal organs became 
removed from where they belong. They got all moved around. Whether it was shot with an arrow which punctured its heart or its lung. Whether it got sick um, without anyone attacking it. Because of the sickness that it had, it got a hole in its heart or a hole in its lung. It broke most of its ribs or similar. The bottom is line is that we look at the big picture. This animal is in the verge of dying. We don't care what caused it. This animal is a treifa. Whether it was caused by human interactions or by animal interactions. Whether it was from heavenly sent Ill- illness. If so, why is it saying the treifa? Which treifa we said before means literally when it was attacked. And here he was saying even if it wasn't attacked, as long as it's sick, it's considered treifa. It has Really, it means all these above mentioned uh, situations. But the Torah spoke in what's usual. The Torah spoke something that's more common. It's more common for an animal that's in such a situation that it was attacked by another animal. If you're not going to say that that's what it means, in other words, you're going to try to keep the, the words literal. That treifa means only if it was attacked by an animal, not if it was sick for any other reason. If so, says the Ramam, let's be a little more uh, literal. It should only be forbidden that animal that became attacked in a field. But if it was attacked in a courtyard, it should not be forbidden. Because it says in the Pasuk, So maybe it should be only in the field. From the fact that we don't say that, from there you understand, we learn, The Pasuk is not being specific. There has to be there with Shefa that was attacked. The Pasuk is saying that any situation where it's going to die. What is the reason that the specificity was brought? El Bahayim, it's talking about something that's more common. What's more common is, is that it was attacked. To clarify the term, not to make the term specific. More, more specific. Good. Halacha test. What is the Pasuk meaning? That any animal that took a turn towards dying because of its Mako is because of its injury or because of its ailments and it cannot live 12 months like will be explained in Hilchah Shechita because of this illness Asura is forbidden to be eaten from here the Chachamim said this is the rule any animal in a situation where an animal in that situation cannot live more than 12 months Treif is considered Treif it will be explained over there because that's a proper place for this. What sickness will make the animal be considered treif? Which, which will not make it considered to be treif? 
Somebody that cuts off a piece of flesh, a piece of meat from a living animal. And we're talking specifically here about a kosher species of living animal. Because by when a non-kosher species, we do not have this, this uh, iser of trefa. And uh, yeah, so he's talking about only a kosher animal. For a yid, also by a non-kosher animal, there's no even menachai. It's only from a kosher animal for a yid. So that meat that he cut off of the living animal is also the same iser of treif. Why? What's the connection over here? We'll see in a second. Somebody eats a size of an olive from flesh that was severed from a living animal. He gets lashes because he ate because this flesh, this meat, comes from an animal that didn't, wasn't shechted. So in other words, it didn't, wasn't shechted. So, so it technically could be considered later in a vela if it's not shechted. But what happens is, it can't be considered in a vela because it didn't die. So it didn't die. It wasn't shechted. What difference does it make if it, if, it, if it was cut off by a animal? Or what happened? What's the difference if it was cut off with a knife? What difference does it make if it was the entire animal or if it was part of the animal? It says, Meat that's in the field, trefa. That's been attacked. You should not eat. Kivin Shanaz is a boss, a boss, a behemoth, a boss, a basada. Once the meat becomes meat in the field, meat in the field, he's borrowing the words here, meaning to mean, he's trying to explain that it means meat that's been uprooted from its original place. It's boss, it's not in its place, it's basada. Therefore, it's reifa. Now we mentioned above if an animal has an illness, an animal was attacked. What happens if the animal doesn't have any illness? It was never attacked, but the animal is sick. Why? Because it's an old animal, has a certain lifespan, and it reached the end of the lifespan. It's no more, doesn't have any more vitality, and it's uh, going to die soon. It's in the danger of dying, not because of a specific ailment. Being that this animal, nothing happened to it, it didn't get injured, and none of the limbs are, are affected, which would make sure that, which would make it die. Says the Rambam, you're allowed to shech that animal and eat it. The Torah only forbade an animal that's similar to an animal that was attacked in the forest by a beast. Because it has an injury which will cause its death. But this animal has no injuries. Even though it's permitted. The great Chachamim, they would not eat from such an animal that they shechted it quickly. It shouldn't before they want to catch it before it dies. Even though it did have Pirkus at the end of the Shechita. What Pirkus means, we'll see in the end, we'll see in Halacha Yud Dalit. Even though it was Pirkus, nevertheless, they would not eat from it. 
To eat from this animal is not forbidden. There's no reason it should be forbidden. Whoever wants to be more stringent on himself in this area is praiseworthy. Although, if he doesn't, he's not being over in the Isser. Someone shechs an animal, a beast, a bird, and blood didn't flow when he shechted it. He can, some people hold the veins so tight, they shechted, nothing happened. They're allowed to eat the meat. We don't say maybe the animal was dead. Someone who shechs a healthy animal, and the animal didn't do what we'll see in Yudal, that is called Pirkas. The animal is permitted. Avla misuken is an animal that's in a situation which we mentioned above. And Allah Yiralif that it's, it's gonna about to die. He calls It's an animal, you stand it up and it can't stand on its own feet, it falls down. even though it can eat healthy food. If you shechted such an animal. And it did not pirkis at all. It's considered an and you cannot eat it. It's forbidden to eat like an avail. But like in a less, so much so that if somebody ate from it, they get lashes. In Pircus, however, if it did the Pircus, then it's considered permitted. The Pircus has to be at the end of the Shechita. But by the beginning, it doesn't help. So if it's an animal that you stand it up, it doesn't stand, it falls down. So if you Shechita, and if it's no Pircus, it's, it's nothing worth because the shechita is nothing. It's just the, the end of its de- dying. It was the middle of dying before you shechted it. Halacha yudal. Kate said who had pirkas. We mentioned halacha yudbeis yud gimel about pirkas. What is pirkas? So, basically when the animal is in the throes of death, it, it, it makes move certain movements before it dies. If it's a animal, which is considered behemadaka, which is a animal which is not a cow, like maybe a calf, I'm sorry, like is a sheep or a goat, is a, is a, is a like a deer. Vedaka, it doesn't matter by a chaya if it's a, if it's a bigger chaya or a smaller chaya. So by them, so there's, there's three signs of Pirkus, three possibilities. One possibility, it, it, it opened its, 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 its hand, so to speak, the front leg, like it straightened the front leg, and then it, it, it bent it back. That's one, consider, that's one thing of Pirkus. Or it just straightened out its leg, even though it didn't bend it back. If the leg was, was, was extended beforehand and it bent the leg in, that's considered those three situations will be considered pirkus, which is convulsive movements at the time of death. And that's, that would be permitted. I actually once watched this when I was in Australia when I read Perlov, when I read Perlov was shechting lamb. I, I saw how they, they moved their, their, their feet, their hands. When they when they shechted, Avlan pashta yad of lechzir also. If they if the sheep, let's say, straightened out its hand, its front foot, and it did not bring it back, 
That would be forbidden because that's not considered pirkus. That's only considered that the, the, the soul was leaving. It's not pirkus. Not good enough. But if it's a cow, doesn't matter if it's, there's no difference between the front feet and the back feet. Doesn't matter if they extended it and didn't bend it back. Whether they bent it didn't extend it. It's, it's a pirkus in any case and it's permitted. If it didn't extend its, its front legs or back legs, it didn't bend them at all. That's considered an avela. What about a bird? A bird doesn't have front legs and back legs. What about a bird? What's pirkus by a bird? I feel like even if it only blinked its eye and, and, and moved its tail, that is considered pirkus. There's someone shafted an animal that we would have to check if it did pirkus or not. To make it permitted because it's a behemoth. Misukan, it's a behemoth that we think it's going to die soon. And if you don't have to see Pirkos, it's not kosher. But he shafted by night. He didn't see. It was dark. So since he didn't see the Pirkos, we don't know. So it's a safik nevela and you're not allowed to eat it. Now that I'm going into an area here, which is a very interesting area, about something that's called to combine different things which are forbidden. Call these students should be Torah. All things that are forbidden. In the Torah, ain't mitzarf and zemzeh. They don't join up one with the other to make the shear. Chutz me suri nazir. The exception will be things which are forbidden to nazir. Kameshi's barasham like will be explained in Hilchas Nazirus. The fichach therefore halekeyach ma'at chaylev. If somebody takes a little bit of the fats which are forbidden. Less than a kazayas. Uma'adam and a little bit of the blood that's forbidden. Uma'ad besar behemotmeya. And a little bit from the flesh of an animal that's not kosher species. Uma'ad besar nevela. And a little bit of a flesh from a kosher animal that died that's a nevela. Uma'ad besar dog tomei. And a little bit from a fish that's not kosher. Uma'ad besar oiv tomei. And a little bit from a meat. Of, an, of a bird that's not that's not kosher and similar mishari isurim from different isurim which each one is, has its own particular loisasei and he joined them all together made one kazayis of all of them together and he ate them he doesn't get malchus because there was no kazayis of an here they don't join up and his din is for each of those things that he ate a half a shear However, if somebody had an Nevela from two different animals, as long as they're both Nevela, they can join up to make a Kazayitz. When Nevela mitzvah is so too, when Nevela, if somebody has a half of an olive size of a Nevela, half olive size of a Treyfa, they join up. The Amun will say the reason at the end of this halacha. So to any animal beast, which are tomei, which are not kosher species, are mitzvah of one to another. Avu besar nevela in besar behemot meya meat from a kosher animal that died, which is called nevela, which is also for its own loisa say does not join up with meat from a behemot which is not kosher species. A mitzvah and they don't join. Keita the kech menivlas shur. Somebody takes a little piece of a dead ox. Menivlas atzvi and a little piece of a dead of a dead. Um, 
deer, and a little bit of an avela of a chicken, together one kazais, and he ate them like he gets malchus because he ate a kazais of the avela. So too, if he gathered together half of an olive size of an available kosher behemoth, half of an olive size from an animal which was treif, a kosher animal which was treif, half of an olive size from the available meat and half from an available meat from a kosher animal, he gets malchus. Because Bosom and Achai is like Trefu, we said before. So, to somebody takes meat from a camel and a chazir and a arneves, all those are non kosher animals, and you made them together, you get Malchus for eating If he takes half of an olive size from an ox, from Saragomel, and half from a, from a camel, Ain't a bit starf, and they don't join together because one is nevela and one is besar 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 tmeya. They're not the same iser. Chayin kol kiyetz bezeh. Chayin behemet tmeya ve'oiv tamei ve'oidog tamei. So too we learned in the previous parak or two parakim ago that behemet tmeya is learned from one pasuk and ve'oiv tamei is learned from a different pasuk. Dog tamei is learned from another pasuk. Each one has its own loisa say. So ain't besar shneim it starf. Because since they're, they're different, like we explained, all birds which are tummy, just like any behemoth which is tummy, which is tummy, other behemoths which are tummy, any chai which is tummy, any chai which is tummy. This is the rule. If they're all under the same umbrella, the same love, so then they're at the same If it's in two different love, and you can't join them up. The exception will be which two lavim can get joined together in a veil or treifa. Being that treifa is the beginning stage of treifa. Somebody that ate from nevela treifa. So he ate not the meat, but he ate the skin, the hide. Basically, all these things are not meat. He ate the bones, he ate the sinews, he ate the horns, he ate the hooves, he ate the, 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 the nails of the bird. With place that would bleed if you cut it. Even though you're not allowed to eat it. They're not considered meat. They don't join up with the meat to make a gazayas. The, the milk which is inside an avela dead animal, the kevis atmeya muteris. There's different opinions. Of the Dhamam says it doesn't make a difference if the milk is, is, is liquid or solid. Other Mephorshim say it's dafk if it's solid. If it's liquid, it's not. Basically, the bottom line is considered, it's considered garbage, it's not considered milk. Kevis and avela, kevis atmeya muteris. To admit it, it's not also. Why? It's like any other garbage, waste. You're allowed to take the milk that's inside the stomach of a, of a, of a goy's animal and you're allowed to use it to make cheese because it's, it's, it's like perish. 
Also, like we said yesterday, that however, the skin of the, the stomach is like the rest of the intestines, it's forbidden. There's a dish. It's called. Uh, I'm going to just make the mind of over here. Stomach lining. Aloha The placenta of a donkey, Mutabachil, is allowed to eat. It's like dung. It's like waste. It's made a glime from a tar. It's like urine that's, that's permitted. There are certain hides which are considered meat. Someone eats a olive size from those hides are like just like he ate meat. Providing they're soft. The following is a list of those hides which are like meat. The skin of human beings and the skin of a the hide of a pig from the domestic a camel they didn't reach the age to carry anything still the hump is soft and this the, the hide from the genital area underneath the tail and the hide from the fetus from the hedgehog from the chameleon from the lizard from the snail when they're soft they're like meat both to become Forbidden to eat, both to make tumor. It says by your ox that has to be given skila to be thrown off the, the high place in stone. It says you're not allowed to eat it. it says, Why would there be an iser to eat it? It's a specific iser. Isn't it included in a veil? It's dead. It's an avela. Why would you have to tell us you're not allowed to eat it? The Pulsing is coming to tell you once it was condemned to be stoned, Nasser became forbidden. Became as if it's a behemoth that's not kosher. If somebody went and shechted it before they had a chance to stone it, you not have any permit to, to derive any benefit from it. If someone ate it, he gets malchus. When he gets skila, you not sell it afterwards. Wait, then look, you not give it to the dogs. Not to a guy. Sorry, it says you should not eat the flesh. However, the waste is permitted. After it was condemned, we found that later that it doesn't have to get skila. They overthrew the the kigoyin shehuzmoedim that they found the witnesses were lying. They waited zayimim yeitzev yirabeid. So we can go back and be with the other animals in the in the herd. In the achashin iskol, he's a mutabanoy. If it was already stoned, you'll have that benefit from it afterwards.